Good morning. Welcome to our weekly podcast, Tea Time with Tommy, where we take a few minutes, share a cup of tea together, and we're hopefully able to gain some encouragement as we look at different scriptures and devotional thoughts. Today's podcast is brought to you by Pineapple Oops Green Tea from Plum Deluxe. Even the most steadfast professionals make the occasional mistakes. In this case, one of our tea makers switched up a recipe by accident. It was a delicious accident. The vibrant flavor of pineapple and citrus fruits, lemon and orange, and a delicate dance. Green tea and green rooibos shine. So sit back with your cup of tea and let's relax together for a few minutes as we see where this week's podcast will take us. Good morning. A warm teacup welcome to all those who are joining in with us today or whenever you're able to tune in to Tea Time with Tommy. Let me first begin by saying what a blessing it is to be back with you. I know that you understand how busy things can get in the summer, and certainly I'm no different, but with all that's been going on here, I've been able to step away for a few weeks and allow some Tea Time takeovers, I think is how it was referenced. Uh, And let me just say, great job. I just really want to express a huge thank you to all those who have been able to fill in and share some encouragement in these weeks that I've been away from Tea Time. They've certainly all done a wonderful job, and I am blessed to be surrounded by such willing, able, and encouraging people to minister alongside of. And yes, I must confess, I'm a Country Time Lemonade fan myself. Today, as we sit here in the heat in the middle of July, I want us to turn our attention for the next several weeks to the most famous sermon ever preached, the Sermon on the Mount. Of course, this is where we find the Beatitudes. Christ was giving a formula for personal happiness that applied to anyone, no matter what race, no matter what geographical situation, no matter what age, and even no matter what circumstance. It's the formula for happiness for blessings. Throughout the scripture, the Lord speaks of blessings. He speaks specifically of the blessings of his people. Luke 11 reminds us that blessed are those who hear the word of God and keep it. Those who belong to Christ, obedient to his word, the Lord himself is blessed in that. And I think as we walk through this that um, we're going to see a lot of things that we know, but to be reminded of them to help us in our walk, in our continued growth, in our spirit, in our knowledge of his word. Here in Matthew, Jesus shares with us almost the whole depth. Uh, If you want to look at it, it, it's really the entire scope of his teaching uh, in this one mountainside sermon. Uh, I found a quote on it that states this, The character which we find in the Beatitudes is beyond all question. Nothing less than our Lord's very own character put into words. A description set side by side with an example. And certainly we've talked about Christ's character many times as we've walked through tea time together. And So as we continue to do that, Christ brought hope and new life to those who first gathered in Galilee to hear this Sermon on the Mount. And I believe that in these coming weeks, these same words that he had spoke will bring us hope, will encourage us, and will give a new vibrance of life to us as we meditate 
as we pray through and as we put into practice the wisdom and truth given to us from Christ Jesus. Happiness is. There used to be a song that happiness is up da 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 and it gave you different aspects. Happiness, joy. Well, true happiness, true joy can really be summed up pretty easily. Walking with Jesus Christ, living according to his truth that he has set forth, looking to Christ, the author and finisher of our faith, as we're reminded in Hebrews 12. The Beatitudes are important to us because life includes not only uh, joys and the high points, but it includes setbacks and challenges. As Christians, Jesus calls us to live a life of faith in the midst of those setbacks and challenges. But certainly we've asked ourselves the question, how do we keep our faith through the down times? How do we keep living as Jesus would call us to, even when it's hard? As we briefly journey through these Beatitudes together each week, we'll be reminded that our rewards will be worth the struggles when we lead a life according to God's will for us. Even when we don't understand how it can possibly be worth the effort or even sometimes the pain, we rest in knowing that when we follow Christ, the rewards will be greater than we could ever imagine. Matthew chapter 5. I'm just going to read verses 1, 2, and 3. We'll look at the first beatitude today. I hope you have your Bibles. Matthew chapter 5 beginning with verse 1, And seeing the multitudes, he went up on a mountain, and when he was seated, his disciples came to him. And then he opened his mouth and taught them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Jesus offered his disciples blessings, saying that those who are poor in spirit will be blessed. They will be happy. There are some modern translations that actually use the word happy. So you'll be happy to know that the ancient Greek word for blessed means happy. But this is not the modern sense of the comfortable or the entertained happy. This is the first beatitude because it is here that we begin our relationship with Christ. Matthew 6, reminds us, Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and then all these things will be added unto you. The poor in spirit are blessed. This is where we begin. Not the pure, not just the holy, not just the great that are going to be blessed. Remember that there are times where each and every one of us can be spiritually poor. The instructions in being poor in spirit comes as first in line, I believe, for a reason. Because it will allow us to put the other commands that we'll study in the Beatitudes into a better context. Because we can only complete them with a humble faith in God, His might, that we know it's not by our own strength. The ungodly world that we live in They see poor in spirit as something perhaps even contemptible. But God writes the poor in spirit down among his peers and princes. His judgment is true, and it's far more esteemed than any opinions of this world. Blessed, blessed are the poor 
in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Charles Spurgeon, wonderful quote. Only as we are poor in spirit have we any evidence that heaven is ours. But having that mark of blessedness, all things are ours, whether things present or things to come. To the poor in spirit belong all the security, all the honor, all the happiness which the gospel kingdom is calculated to give upon earth. Even here below, they may eat of its dainties without question and revel in its delights without fear. But theirs also are the things not seen as yet, reserved for future revelation. There's the second advent. There's the glory. There's the fifth great monarchy. There's the resurrection. There's the beatific vision, the eternal ecstasy. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. How often do we think that we can handle something? Inevitably, as the saying goes, then the bottom falls out. According to this beatitude, that is exactly what has to happen so often so that we might realize that the only way we can handle anything is with God. Letting Him take over. Only then will things work out fine. How do we get to that point? The point where God truly rules. At these times when our spirit is low and we're depending on ourselves often very, very too much, recognizing that it's only in Him, poor in spirit, is okay. Through all of my studies, I, I read so many different translations. I read so many different devotional thoughts and commentaries. The message puts the beatitude this way. I, I really enjoy this. You're blessed when you're at the end of your rope. With less of you there is more of God and His rule. Now, I know you're probably thinking, where's the encouragement, BT? We don't have the capability, whether uh, as a parent, a teacher, an individual, just a church member, we don't have the capability to get through each day. But when we surrender everything, our all, our problems, our joys, our happiness, when we surrender everything, when we give it to God, He will provide. There's an old saying, I'll put it in God's hands tonight and tomorrow I'll take it back and settle it. Unfortunately, that might be true of us many times. And sometimes we might not even realize it because we're a proud people. But being poor in spirit allows us to get to the end of the rope. It allows us to realize God's been there all the time. So many times through the day I'll get an idea. I'll get a sermon title that'll pop in my mind. There'll be a verse of scripture that I really want to tear apart and study. There'll be a good saying on a sign. There's something that I want to remember. And in my limited technological knowledge, it's really put to the test because then I try to open up the notes page on my cell phone. And I want to enter these things now and I want to write them. And so I've got a notes page that's full of things. Now, sometimes I have to interpret it myself. But I was working on this encouragement today. And I remembered one that I wanted to share. And I'm going to close with it. 
Thank you again for listening today. Be encouraged with this quote. When you get to the point when God is all you've got, you realize then God is all you've needed. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Thank you so much for joining us on this week's podcast. I don't know about you, but I'm looking forward to examining Jesus' formula for happiness found in the Beatitudes over the next few weeks. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. When our spirit is low and we find ourselves relying on ourselves too much, remember that even at the end of your rope, you're blessed. I read a quote once that said, sometimes we have to hit rock bottom to realize who is the rock at the bottom. Jesus is our firm foundation and we can rest in him. In fact, we are blessed, we are happiest when we let go of the rope and trust in him. The poor in spirit receive the blessings of God. We look forward to spending time with you next week, but until then, may your cup overflow with his blessings.